0: Just drink, I like
1: it. I know, it's great, right? Another!
0: <laughs> What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of Film on Tap, where we've got the tap that never runs out. I'm back doing the hosting duties here. I'm sure Andres is thrilled with that after the last episode, even though that was one of the most entertaining switches we've ever done on the show. And I do not regret it for a single second. But before we get things going on today's episode, uh, I have a little bone to pick with Andres and Nancy here because we had an Oscars pool. And in that Oscars pool, I won by uh, a pretty solid margin. And as a result, look, I don't need any back talk. You've already lost. You're in the loser's pool. Accept your fate. I don't need the sass. (laughs) (laughs) You have now accepted your fate as losers. You're winners in my book, but you're also losers in this situation. And you had to do a shot of a liquor you do not care for. So we're going to start with Nancy. What, you know, uh, spirit of the devil are you taking in today?
1: So this is cherry vodka, which oh, sounds delicious <laughs> at first, but That's I'm thoroughly convinced, you know, back in the day when they thought alcohol was actually medicine that could help your ailments, I'm pretty sure like medicine. this is, <laughs> yeah. this is, is like what medicine. that is. It tastes yeah. disgusting. And I'm just going right, to test because well, he had some with me one time and it's disgusting.
2: I don't <laughs> I'll doubt I'll it. Be willing willing it. To, I'll be willing to bet that that's the same bottle from New Year's. Oh, it is
1: because I'm not fucking drinking that <laughs> gross stuff if I don't have to. Oh,
0: my oh, word. Man. Well, you know, I'm hearing a lot of talking. I think it's time that you take that shot. So.
1: All right. Oh, I didn't know if me but, and Andres right. were doing it together. but
0: No, oh. you're going to go first. I'm milking every ounce of this. So. Okay. All right.
1: Let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: All right, you got this.
2: You well, <laughs> had to hold nice. your head. Back. You had to
1: hold your head back. <laughs> oh.
0: to <get> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Maybe like holding
2: death. your nose might have might have
0: helped you a little bit, Nancy. <laughs> I love that she's taking the shot. And she's like, no, we got this. We got this. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> you had to it hold your fucking like head Robin back. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! I have never in my 28 years on this oh. earth have I ever seen someone hold their own head back as. They were t-
1: I was like, <laughs> gonna- <laughs> oh it my! It tastes like <sighs> See, it's that's so the disgusting. one.
0: That's the one thing about waking up every day. You're always going to see something new. So thank you for that. Thank you for that gem on this fine day. i have a Andres here. <laughs> <in my eye. laughs> Andres, it's it is so now gross. time for you, good sir. What are you doing a shot of today?
2: uh well i'm not doing a shot i actually uh just took some of my roommates uh basil hayden's and uh it okay. is Fancy. a kentucky straight bourbon whiskey and as it says right here it is artfully aged in the kentucky hillside and it is a smooth 90 proof
0: beautiful so it should go so, down yeah. real smooth
2: Oh well, um, we—it's no, we might be stuck here drinking for the entirety of the episode because I poured myself no, no. that much. Oh, no, you no. poured yourself a nice little glass.
1: You can't, you can't do the slow burn though. You got to take like a big. No, chug you, of you that. have to do like no, 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 a, no, no, a
2: no, no, uh, no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to do a chug, but it's going to okay. take me the rest of the episode to finish this. Okay. All right. Okay. So okay. that's
1: fair. All right. Cheers.
2: All right, go for it.
1: Don't forget the head support if you
2: need
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> you got to remember that head support. <laughs> Oh, yeah, look at that joy. Look at that joy on your face.
2: Just
0: oozing from every pore. (laughs) Yeah. So delicious. Grow some Mm. hair on your chest. (laughs) (laughs) Grow some hair on your knuckles. (laughs) Exactly. Well, now that that's out of the way, now we can actually take a Mm. nice deep breath in and start our show. So today, we've got some fun topics to talk about. And first, we're going to dive in a little bit of movie news. And it was recently announced this past week that there's going to be a reboot of The Crow. And this has been long in development. And we're finally getting it. And starring in our lead role is going to be Bill Skarsgård, Pennywise himself. So this news, I think, came out on April Fool's Day. So a lot of people thought it wasn't true. So, you know, a lot of different sites actually just say this is not a joke. This is actually happening. So this is indeed a news story that is factual. So what do we think about this casting choice or just about the idea of a Crow reboot in general? Let's start with Nancy. You still recovering over
1: there? <laughs> a little bit. I haven't eaten dinner, so I feel all warm and tingly What already. are you doing? <laughs> why, why do you always
0: do this to yourself? You would
1: never I eat,
0: and then you drink, and then like after the I show know. you're like,
1: I don't know, man. I fucked up. Like, I'm starving. <laughs> My bad. It's the timing, you know. I don't you, have time you gotta to cook to learn. Shit.
0: You're not a good learner. No. It's it's fine, <laughs> but anyway.
1: I think white claw will fix that problem. That's
0: what yeah, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, still yeah remedi- fix remedy the booze to every with situation more booze. Yeah, you <laughs> yes. know, hair of the dog. Remedy <laughs> anyway, of life.
1: Anyways, what do you what do you think about this? Yeah. Uh, so I sadly have not ever seen the crow, which well, we need I know to fix a faux- that. I know. Yeah. I know it's a faux pas. I need to eat. Need to watch the crow. Need to drink a little more. It's on my to do mm. list. Um, there you go. But Bill Skarsgård freaking love him in uh, the It movie, so I'm excited to see more of him. I can't believe we haven't seen him since those movies. He's so good. Like, where have you been? Mm-hmm. So I'm excited um, to have he's him. Been.
2: Back. He's been around. He, yeah. he, he's, he's been around in very small things. The, the yeah. last thing I remember seeing him in was him puking acid on people in uh, Deadpool 2, which was fantastic. <laughs> yeah, He's a yes. zeitgeist. So wait a bit. What, what what's your power? Do you, like, put your hand on the pulse of, like, uh, like pop culture it's like no I, I I vomit acid on people it's like wait what <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know but I like see him
1: in like a lead role so I'm excited so, for this yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna see more of him and I'm excited okay. to actually watch The Crow
0: yeah absolutely mm. alright Andres I know you have indeed seen the original Crow movie with uh, Brandon Lee so as a fan are you excited about this reboot and more so are you excited about Bill
2: Skarsgård in the lead role You know, just the idea of a Crow reboot just kind of makes me go, "Uh, we don't necessarily kind of need it. But with the idea that this is more of an adaptation of the graphic novel, which is radically different than the Brandon Lee movie, I would say. So I'm kind of interested in this one more than anything else. I mean, the casting of Sarsgaard in this as Eric Draven actually does get me kind of excited more so than... Uh, i'm sorry but bradley cooper kind of didn't fit that role and like again this movie has been in development for ever since 2009 they've been trying why. to get this i just
0: <laughs> got an image of bradley cooper from like a star is born but like in the crow <laughs> I, I don't know why oh, no. but i've <laughs> turn around why i just want another look at you I want to look at you one more time before you die, girl.
2: <laughs> oh, no, I just finish. keep picturing
0: like that character in The Crow, and I'm like, yeah, that
2: wouldn't have worked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it wouldn't have worked. But but there is really great, um, really great concept art for what he would have looked like. Like they were going to go down a drastically different road. Like they were going to like as much as Brandon Lee sort of in sort of encapsulated goth culture at that point. Like they were going to go full on like punk rock with this one. Like they were going to do stuff like where Bradley Cooper was in a Mohawk with the crow makeup and all of stuff like they were going to go in a completely different direction, which I'm glad that that's what they were trying to do. But as the years went on, you know, Bradley Cooper, Tom Hiddleston, Jason Momoa, they've all been linked to this role in some way, shape or form, which someone leaked out the test footage of Jason Momoa as the crow. And at first I was like, nah, I don't see that. And then you look at the footage and you're like, it actually looks not bad. Actually looks kind of cool yeah, I, actually. Yeah, I can see that in my head. Yeah. So with the fact that um Sarsgard is taking over the role, I think I think more than anything this movie might actually happen because with the mega success of the It movies, it's just I feel that this movie needed at least um a actor on board on the project that will push it towards the finish line and with the success of It, I think this is actually probably going to happen, and I think it's—I uh, think it's actually going to be a—you um, a, uh, know—it's going to be an interesting take for sure. So I'm excited. Um, I'll definitely check it out in theaters when it comes out.
1: When did yeah. the original come out?
2: 1994. Yeah, um, I knew Andres would know character. that. I was like, just take the
1: floor.
0: Yeah.
1: Movie release
0: day. I, I feel like
1: this is—you know—I was just because say? of everything that happened. Because of everything that happened with the original movie, I feel like right. this is one of the few times where I'm like, okay, we can, we can take a sequel that's way far from when the original released. Because most yeah. sequels mm-hmm. that come out that far after, I'm like, ah, oh, kind of iffy. But you know, because of what happened with the original, I feel like that's an appropriate amount of time.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that was that was probably the problem with the sequels that came out right afterwards, is that even though they did say it's a completely different character and it's someone else who received the powers of the crow, I don't think anybody was willing to accept somebody that soon so close to Brandon Lee, even though Brandon Lee, he, I mean, he did an amazing performance in the original film. Like It's one of those movies that like, I think Brandon doesn't get enough credit for how warm and inviting he is in certain scenes, and then he just flips it on a dime and he becomes very ominous and scary when it's him facing against the gangsters, and that's one of those things that, knowing Bill Sarsgaard and knowing what he can do, and especially if you've seen his turn in um, Hamlock Grove and in Castle Rock and in a couple other shows as well, too, I think this is going to be a perfect uh, meld of the two, Um, but yeah, that's yeah, no, I'm. I'm just looking forward to seeing what what happens with this. Yeah, I mean, and also I Nancy, love, we y- definitely yeah. we definitely need to get you to watch the original too. Yeah, first because sure. it's. I mean, that's your homework. Uh, that that that's your homework. <laughs> and as soon as as soon as Pld finds out, he, he'll be like, "Oh my god, you need to see this movie." <laughs> yeah,
0: so he'll be the extra push you need. But yeah, I mean, the original is so good. I love the original movie. I remember I watched it for the first time when I was in college um and i like Mm. rock my world i was like where was this movie when i was in middle school this would have been my shit you know especially like when i was like listening to all the emo bands and goth culture was really kind of like in full swing i mean i would have gone apeshit for it but i loved the movie and i didn't really i wasn't really open really to the idea of a reboot or any sort of sequel because that first movie to me was just like so perfect and it was also the kind of movie that was like perfect for its like era in which it was released like it was a perfect 90s movie um but then when I heard that Bill Sarsgaard, not Sarsgaard, Skarsgard is going to be Skarsgard. the the, the, uh, the lead, I actually got excited because, like, I mean, his turn in the Pennywise movies is, ri- I mean, ridiculous. Oh, my God, he's so good in the It movies. And, you know, he's a really talented actor. I've seen him in some other things outside of uh, It where he shows a little bit more versatility. But I definitely think he can channel, like, the darkness of the character. I think that he, I think he can tap into a warmth. I haven't, like, seen him really play, like, a really warm character yet so I'm kind of interested to see that side of him but I think that he's actually a really inspired choice and someone who I think will have that like screen presence that I think is going to look really cool with the crow and his powers so yeah I mean I'm, I'm pretty excited for it I'm definitely looking forward to seeing if it actually does go forward and that we actually um, get this movie and I think it's interesting that uh, I think Rupert Sanders is going to be directing it who did like Snow White and the Huntsman um, and I forget what other movie he did, but he's, a, he's an okay director. <laughs> like he, he's, it's, he's fine.
2: Like it's, it's, it's sure. okay that you've forgotten all the other stuff because the other one that was the other one that he directed not too long ago, ghost in the It, shell, it was yeah. ghost in the shell. And you were just like, <sighs>
0: Yeah, I knew he did something else. I was like, Ugh, yeah, and that wasn't that great either. Um, yeah. So we'll visually, see. it was pretty stunning, though. Yeah, I think visually, visually it was the fantastic. movie. I think visually, the movie is going to look good, but as for the story and the character work, who knows? But I'm still cautiously optimistic about it. And now we're going to be shifting gears to the big trailer that came out this past week for a movie that has been delayed so many times it makes my heart <laughs> hurt, <coughs> <laughs> and it makes me cough. Um, and that is the new trailer for Top Gun: Maverick, which is finally finally hopefully hitting theaters at the end of may for memorial day weekend this you know i think was set to come out in what 2020 i think it was set to come out uh or something like that uh, right it, it was supposed to come out in I 19 think,
1: right
2: yeah 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 really? yeah. 2020 summer summer 2019 yeah well, i think it was summer. Summer, tra- summer. Uh, sorry 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 it, it it the trailer came out in 2019 in the summer and then it got bumped up yeah. to um to summer of 2020 because they're like okay we need a little more time to finish it to sort of push it over to it to the finish line yeah and then it got delayed again and again and again oh, but not every by, like, time years. i got so angry yeah, it only got delayed by like a couple of months in like small increments every time. And then you're just like, wow, they
1: They were overly optimistic by just pushing it a few minutes. Oh,
2: It was just it was so mm-hmm. annoying.
0: But thankfully, you know, we have a trailer to kind of cement the fact that this movie is indeed coming out. So this is our like big final look at the movie before it hits theaters. What do we think of this final trailer or what I would assume would be the final trailer? Let's start with you, Andres.
2: All right. Well, Having seen this trailer, I went to I went to go see Ambulance this weekend, and one of the trailers that premiered in front of it was Top Gun. And the thing is, when I saw Ambulance, I saw an IMAX. So you get a big sense of the scale of how they shot the film, because Top Gun is essentially being used with like this, like revolutionary new camera system where they actually stick. IMAX cameras on the side of the fighter on the fighter jets and all that other stuff so like when you see that footage on a screen that big it's just like like you're literally you're just like holy crap it feels it feels exhilarating it's it's exactly the type of movie that you want to have come out in the summer to get you excited for movies all over again and having said that as far as the presentation goes awesome can't wait to go see it see it in IMAX I will say um, this is going to be an interesting case where I think this is sort of being more marketed more towards the fans of Top Gun and Tom Cruise more than anything else. Because yeah. half of the audience, when I saw that, when I saw that trailer, half of the audience was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then the other half, you can tell by the youngsters, they were just kind of like, what the eh. fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, What's that? that supposed to be all about? Well, what's this? I mean. I mean, but, but so far, everything about the trailer really gets me excited. Uh, the one thing that kind of... <laughs> the one thing that's still kind of just is, like, is, like, biting on tinfoil for me is, like, watching Miles Teller in it because he's, like, he, mm. he's, like, I don't know why, but he, it feels like he's trying so hard to come off as intimidating and so hard to come off as, like, oh, my dad did it. My dad, uh, my dad trusted <laughs> you. I'm not gonna do the same. I'm not gonna do the same mistake. And Miles Teller, with that mustache, he just kind of looks like a guy that you just, if you meet him over at a bar, you never accept a drink from him. He just looks so odd and so off, so, I don't know. Yeah. Every, everything else everything else about the movie i'm very excited for. um not necessarily the biggest Miles Teller fan, but i'm i'm be, i'm willing to give the movie a chance and he might win me over by the end. Who knows? Maybe when we're reviewing the movie a month from now, i'll be like, "You know what, Miles Teller, you you got me. You're good." But everything else about this, i'm super super excited for. And it's about damn time that the movie came out. <laughs> All righty. So someone's a little
0: bit excited over there. All right. How about, how about you, Nancy? <laughs> Now, have well, you seen funny. the original Top Gun?
1: I have seen the original okay. Top Gun. I actually really love Woo. the original Top Gun, but okay. I haven't seen it in years, so I'm definitely going to have to rewatch it before I watch oh, the you second got it. one. Oh, um, Now, me and Andres agree pretty much on everything except Miles Teller. <laughs> I was thinking when I saw the trailer, I was like, you know what? Miles Teller with a mustache is not something I.
0: Th- <laughs> I th-
2: <laughs> oh, no. Uh oh! Uh oh! Oh no! Miles, Miles Teller came in, and it was just like, "You I think someone,
0: someone in her apartment's like, "Oh, are we talking about Miles Teller?"
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking Miles Teller. All right, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah. Na- Nancy, Nancy hasn't told us that Miles Teller is actually, is actually her roommate. So yeah, yeah this is going to be now. Interesting. Now's the time to let us know. That'd be great.
1: Okay, I'm back. <laughs> what I was gonna say, is that. Miles Teller with a mustache is something I never knew that I wanted uh, and I actually like oh. him with a mustache and I really love Miles Teller um, I think obviously what they were going for is to have him look like a goose in the original to very hit home in terms of like yes this is and <laughs> yada his yada yada. son <laughs> now was that the bourbon or was that the Miles See, Teller?
0: That's how I felt the last oh. show when I had to drink that fucking white claw oh my god um you oh. pick
1: <laughs> a little bit of both then. A little bit of both. No, little I'm super, a little bit of both. Um, a little bit of no, both. I'm I'm super excited for this movie and it's about freaking time, man. Mm. Ah man. But now the decision for me is do I actually watch this in IMAX and try and enjoy it and you risk gotta, dude. getting yes. motion sickness and throwing up? Watch it's worth it. it.
2: It's worth it. Worth it. I yeah, so. worth it. It's worth it's it. it. Oh, I'll take a little barf bag with me. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will say that the movie that when the IMAX sequences are presented, it doesn't necessarily feel like oh my god, like oh my god, like the um, like like it doesn't feel like a motion ride. It feels more like the scale of the movie feels much bigger than it is, and then also the sound. Um, like just seeing that last sequence in the trailer where the jet like flies right past um the uh, the airfield and all that other stuff. Like you literally feel it in your seat when you're when you're sitting down you just feel that and it's just awesome Yep.
0: all
1: right
0: it's i'll go imax it.
2: there throw you up. go there I you throw go
1: throw up it's on you guys like
0: that's more say. of a you problem It's, <laughs> it's
2: more. if, if, if right. i go if i go see you in imax with nancy it, the throw up is going to be on me all right oh there you go <laughs> yeah, there, there, you, there go. you go i like that there
1: promise this is also where i need a remake to on the
0: east coast <laughs> yeah <laughs>
1: Also, I'm going to need a remake of Take Your Breath Away at some point in the movie. No, no we're good. I mean, good. that's a must. Le- leave no, it in the past. I am good. I'm good. I need, good.
0: need <laughs> good. Maybe fucking, in, the, in the credits. It's my least favorite part of the original movie. I what? can't, I can't I do it. I love that song. It's so weird. And it's just like so weird. It's so, so cheesy. It's so long. Where you long. need it. <laughs> it's, it's perfect days cheese. Ugh, 80s cheese. 80s cheese. I'm not cheese into it. I don't know. Take it. it back. I don't want it. <laughs> But as for this trailer, though, like I'm in great with both of you guys. I mean, I think the movie looks fantastic. I mean, I, I was sold on the movie like a couple years ago when it was supposed to come out. Um, but I do think that this is probably our best look at the movie yet. I, I mean, I really does feel like a Top Gun movie. Seeing Tom Cruise, you know, as Maverick it, again is just a treat. And then even that little nod at the beginning of the trailer where it was like, you know, uh, Iceman was the one who recommended him to train these, you know, pilots. I thought that was a great little touch of including Val. And then even just seeing some of the Goose stuff, I, I was really impressed by, you know, like that one line in the trailer, it gives me chills every time I watch it because it's been playing in front of like every movie I've seen lately, um, is when, you know, like my, my dad believed in you, I'm not going to make the same mistake. And I was like, oof, there it is. There's like, that's the freaking that's the conflict I want because I want that. Cause I knew there was going to be some friction between them because of what happened to, you know, Goose in the original movie, spoiler alert, <laughs> in case you haven't been around since 85, um, but I, I think that I'm really excited to see those confrontations uh, and just seeing the footage that is, you know, shot in IMAX, which a ton of it is. I'm absolutely seeing this movie in IMAX. You know, the very rarely will I actually venture out and go and see a movie in IMAX. I did it for the Batman. That was totally worth it. I think it's going to be absolutely worth it for Top Gun. I refuse to see this movie in standard quality <laughs> because it's meant to be seen in IMAX. And Nancy, you're going to thank yourselves afterward. I guarantee it. Um, and I, I, I just think the movie looks terrific, and I really can't wait. You know, it's one of those rare sequels that's coming out years and years after the original movie where I, I think it could be just as good. I don't know if you guys are getting the same kind of vibe.
1: I'm very optimistic about this. This is exactly one of the few movies where I'm like, this this could do it. This could, this be, could be the be one rare one that's going to be really, really good. So I'm, I'm hoping. And I love that Tom Cruise... Because there's I feel like there's some actors when they go back to a character, they have a hard time capturing what that character was and make and growing from that a little bit. And just from the little bits I've seen, it seems like Tom Cruise still has that like cockiness of Maverick, but then still has grown in the sense of like, I've seen some shit. Shit has gone down. I'm going (laughs) to I'm going to give my wisdom to you guys now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh, I thought he said I'm gonna give my wisdom teeth to you. I was like, what the I'm fuck? I'm gonna give my wisdom
1: teeth <laughs> <laughs>
2: So what movie are we oh, watching? <laughs> I'm very hopeful that this sequel will actually live up to the Top Gun name. Yeah. However, I'm a massive Tony Scott fan. And Tony Scott was a once in a lifetime director. Like he's one of those directors that, like, you look back on some of his stuff and you're just like, uh, you know what? Maybe this didn't work nearly as well. Maybe the fan wasn't as good as is what people kind of thought it was back in the day. But you could you could tell that the the cinematography and the the craft that was just present in every single one of his movies. Like When I say Days of Thunder, you immediately imagine what Days of Thunder looks like. Or when I say Man on Fire, you imagine that kinetic editing style. And when you say Top Gun, you imagine just all that amazing aerial dogfights that had never been captured before like that on film in the 80s. So this this has a chance of being at least as good as the original, and that's about as far as I'm willing to go with it. But having said yeah. that, Tom Cruise not only not only doesn't feel like as if he's grown as an actor as well, too, but also, you can clearly tell that in the original Top Gun, he was sitting in like a passenger's seat for the majority of those movies when all the aerial dogfights are happening. Whereas in this one, because of the IMAX technology and because of the fact that they were able to get the cameras right outside the cockpit you could see tom cruise is literally flying these f-14s and you're just Mm like wow (laughs) like like if if anything the 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 what's called the separation between actor and character especially for the character of maverick it's almost going to be imperceptible to sort of separate the two because you're like I really believe Tom Cruise can fly those jets yeah. Yeah, <laughs> because, he, because he learned how to do it. <laughs> yep. It's freaking nuts, dude. I just, I, I cannot
0: wait to see those aerial scenes. I think they're going to be mind blowing. And I really do think Joseph Kaczynski, who's directing the movie, is an amazing visual director. I think that he has the potential to really create like a masterpiece. I, th- I mean, I think he did an amazing job with Tron Legacy, which I think is one of the most underrated Disney movies ever. Um... I didn't really love Where's Oblivion, 4K? but I loved how it looked. Yeah, I know. Where the fuck is my 4K of that movie? I don't understand. Anyway, that's a video and just a conversation for another day. But, you know, I think that he's a really talented director who I think deserves more projects because I think he's taken on a lot of big-scale projects and he's done so with, you know, ease. And he even did Oblivion with Tom Cruise, which admittedly I'm not a huge fan of, but visually it's a gorgeous-looking movie. Like, oh, my word. Um, So I'm definitely excited to see how he films these Top Gun scenes because, yeah, it would have been great to have Tony Scott back in the director's chair for this one. Unfortunately, you know, after his passing, he wasn't able to do that. But I think Joseph Kaczynski is a pretty damn good um, replacement. So I'm definitely excited for this movie. And, you know, speaking of Top Gun, it did play in front of a movie we all got a chance to see this weekend. And that was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You know, we were all fans of the original movie. It was a big, pleasant surprise for us all. We all enjoyed it. So we were all kind of collectively looking forward to this sequel. And now that we've all seen it, it's time to discuss and spoilers. You know, so obviously, if you haven't seen Sonic the Hedgehog 2, there's going to be spoilers going forward. So if you haven't seen it, I would fast forward through this part of the episode or come back to it after you have seen the movie. But let's get this conversation going. Nancy, what did you think of Sonic the Hedgehog 2?
1: It was a lot of fun. Um, This one, you could definitely tell, was geared towards a little bit more towards the kids um, than the first one was, but that was totally fine. I think it was a lot of fun, and Jim Carrey was just hilarious. And the soundtrack to this was freaking amazing. They had so many songs in there, and I was like, heck yeah! Even the very, very small part with uh, Dr. Robotnik when he's in the, like... I don't know, what do you call it? The little robot thing. Um, when they play the Pantera song, I was like, hell yeah! This is such a good scene! I was like, fuck yeah! Um, so I really enjoyed all of that. And of course, um, uh, the Sonic character I loved. And then we have Tails, we have Knuckles. Also, you lied to me. Idris Elba will always be sexy, even though they said he wouldn't be as sexy Knuckles. Been yourself, like, you, cannot, you can't have been not, denied. not be sexy. <laughs> you can't <laughs> not not be sexy. So, yeah, overall, I enjoyed it a lot.
0: Okay. All right, Andres, how about you? What did you think of this sequel?
2: All right, well, first off, Sonic 1, I sort of felt that it was like, eh, it was good. It was, it was a lot of fun. It rested solely on Jim Carrey's charisma all the way through, and it was freaking hilarious. Um... This one, I feel that this is most definitely a sequel that far surpasses the original for me and arguably you can make the case that this might actually be one of the best video game movies of all time actually because it got the spirit of what what the video games were throwing little hints in there but not necessarily making them front and center like there's an amazing sequence when Sonic is underwater and literally in the moment he like 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 the big air bubble walks up and he sucks it in like he does in the actual game you're like yes okay yeah I was gonna ask I was Go. like,
1: is that from the game? Like I couldn't remember because it's yep. been so long. I was like, it feels like that is from the game. So mm-hmm. I I love that too. I love that they added that.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It's it's most definitely from the game. And then they also have to cap it in as well too, is like right when right when he tries to swim, he can't swim because of the fucking game, all you could do is literally just jump in the water. And I was like, oh my God. Like that that to me is like the the director knowing exactly what kind of movie he's making, but also using the knowledge that the audience has of playing the games to sort of be like, oh my god, he's screwed! <laughs> like, like it, it's, it lends even further to to that enjoyment of the movie. But having said that, you don't need to be a gamer in order to enjoy this movie. I mean, like, there's so many small little things here and there. The relationship between Knuckles and, I mean, sorry, Sonic and Tails is freaking fantastic, and it's mm-hmm pretty much the centerpiece of the entire movie I would say and I mean for me the MVP of the movie I mean Jim Carrey was the MVP last time he still is as solid as he ever was if not better than the original but I think the MVP for this movie is absolutely Knuckles I mean just so many small moments here and there (laughs) like like just reading the text messages I'm going to be here dot 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 (laughs) <laughs> duh, 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 duh. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's like,
0: I'm telling you, he's like the Drax of the Destroyer of the Sonic movies. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, 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 like absolutely, he, Definitely. absolutely he yeah. is. But I, uh, I also love the moment where like all of a sudden it's like right in the very beginning of the movie after the first action scene and then Robotnik comes in with all those, um, with all the robots and you kind of feel like he's gonna turn, he's gonna turn and he's gonna go heel on him right away, and then you're like, oh wait, a minute. is, is the relationship gonna be broken up right then and there off in the beginning? And then all of a sudden it's like like, what do you plan to do with all... Oh, the stairs. <laughs> <I> was like...
0: <laughs> like, just yeah, small was, little
2: great. moments here and there. It's yeah. so great. And I think the movie absolutely knows exactly what it wants to be. It's a love letter to the Genesis era. It's a love letter to video game movies. And just... I mean, how long did it take for us to get a boss battle in a video game movie? Like, they full-on give us a boss battle in this one. And it's freaking incredible. Mm-hmm. So... I came out of this. I really enjoyed the hell out of it. It's, I, I like. It would probably be for me. Honestly, it would be my second favorite movie that has come out this year so far. Right behind the wow. Batman. Look at that. Those are some big fighting words right there. Um, keep, I mean, keep, a, keep in mind we're we're still very early on in the year too. I mean, we're still early <laughs>
0: on, but still, that's. I mean, there's been a lot of like decent to really great movies. So that's saying something when he, that's in your top two. Um, yeah, come back to me in a
1: few months.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, come, I'm curious come, to see what it is in a few months come back to me in a few months and then the thing is that this is also meant to be a family film as well it's meant to be a good time it's Mm. meant to sort of just be one of those you know summer popcorn films as well so yeah absolutely it's a ton of fun I had a lot of fun with it so there you go yeah
0: I mean I'm totally with you guys in this one I mean I was looking forward to it and I was surprised at how much better this one was than the first movie I thought it like it really improved on it in pretty much every way it's a lot more video game-esque in a good way like the action sequences are substantially better and more fun and more colorful and more video game like Sonic's still really likable Tails (laughs) is really fun Knuckles is fantastic I mean that (laughs) that scene at the end when they're all playing baseball and he's like ah my victory chariot and he just fucking falls (laughs) on the trunk of the car like the, the bed of the Car, I was like, I never in a million years thought this character would be so funny. I think because they were making him seem like he was just gonna be like, just like an evil bad guy. So the fact he turned out to be hilarious was like the biggest pleasant surprise of the movie for me, and I loved Idris Elba <laughs> as the voice. Um, and I really did love Jim Carrey again. I mean, it's just so great to see him in this like slapstick, goofy element where he's going full of Robotnik and he's relishing every second of it. I mean, he is just the way he can sell certain lines that no other actor could possibly sell is just it's still bar none i mean just every scene that he's in in the movie he just brings such a great manic magnetic energy too and something i'm really impressed by is like he can be cartoonish and over the top and goofy but he can actually be like a menacing villain when he needs to be like when he can flip that switch like there's some moments in here where i actually thought he was like genuinely like imposing and kind of scary and i was like sick you know i'm glad that they're kind of going a little dark with this sonic movie i was like good oh yeah and the whole last action sequence is actually incredible i had a blast with it i mean especially compared to the climax of the first movie this one blows that one out of the water it's visually fantastic um, and I thought I had a smile on my face, like throughout the entire thing. And I don't know about you guys, but my audience felt like a Marvel audience because there yes. were applause. There were applause breaks. There was one point where some guy got up. He's like, yeah, and he literally just like started clapping and giving a standing ovation. And, and I was hilarious. like, Oh my there God. Were a lot
1: of, there were a lot of kids in my showing, which I actually enjoyed because you could feel their energy. And it's nice to see like, oh, okay kids are enjoying it like their parents are enjoying yeah. it like it's just a fun mm-hmm. family movie to yeah to it's definitely a great everyone.
0: family film where like you could tell it's definitely more geared towards kids like you said but there's still like a lot of stuff where adults can enjoy it i mean when sonic yeah. turned golden or whatever people oh. might theater lost it like lost it i was like i mean and then my sister she leaned over to me she's like is this a fucking marvel movie like i, like, I didn't yeah. know people were this jazzed about sonic i'm like look I, it was a hit movie but granted when i saw the first movie the reaction was not nearly as intense i mean in that credit scene where they showed uh, shadow the whole theater erupted i was yeah. like whoa okay i was like holy shit okay wow these movies really have hype i mean I mean good for Paramount. They have got a huge hit franchise on their hands. I mean, this thing made like $71 million, which not only is the highest gross grossing opening weekend for a video game movie, but apparently mm-hmm. and this is the stat that impressed me the most. This is Jim Carrey's best opening weekend ever. Yeah. Which is
2: wow. Insane. Beating beating crazy. Dumb and beating Dumber, Grisotten beating be, Oh yeah, and also even beating um uh, The Grinch and that was huge. That was huge for for 2000.
0: It's nuts i mean it it still goes to show you the guy's still got star power i mean jim carrey is still a name i mean you can even tell in a lot of the posters he's like a big presence on a lot of the posters because people freaking love jim carrey and for good reason but um Mm -hmm. you know as for the movie itself like it's fun it's heartfelt you know i like seeing that relationship between sonic and tom you know played by james mars and explored a little bit more as he kind of accepts him as like a (laughs) new dad basically Uh, i love their relationship the only part of the movie the only part of the movie that I thought was uh, kind of dumb, and I'm sure you guys can agree with me, it kind of almost derailed like the middle section of the movie for me because I was like, "This is so random, and why is this going on so long?" Is when Sonic like crashes um, uh, t- Tom's wife's sister or friend, her wedding, and then all of a sudden it's yeah. revealed that the FBI was doing like a catfish. Thi- oh my god,
2: <laughs> Operation Catfish. <laughs> <laughs> it
1: was. It was weird, but I will say the one thing I appreciated about it was like, oh, I definitely did not see that coming. It, it was, was just such so a. It was. It was so, one of
2: those things that was like, whoa, it was where so did that stupid. come from? It was, it was so it was stupid. <laughs> It was so stupid, but I will appreciate the one thing is that they definitely leaned on it really hard. Where all of a sudden, like she's they like, "Did a whole is action is,
0: sequence is, with is,
2: it?" Yeah. it's like, is I was everyone like, Why, here why agent? are we doing this? Yeah. I was like, but, "Why would there's all I whole did like the scene. priest when he was yes, like... yes the priest." It's like <laughs> he his that Bible. was the, yeah. that was the one part <laughs> that got me was it the priest <laughs> opening
0: the Bible and there's a gun in
2: there. That was the only
0: part that got me. I was like, "All right, it, maybe it was worth it for that joke," but then having the whole sequence afterward where she's like chasing down the guy. In the like golf cart or whatever, I was like, We don't need this. Like this is so unnecessary. No.
1: Yeah. That was a I, I will say the before that where uh ugh, James Marsden's girlfriend, they're not married yet, right?
2: They're married, yeah. They're, they're married. married. They're married. Okay. Yeah. married
1: yeah. Yeah. Um when they're going after and they have all all of Tail's gadgets, like I really like that part of it. But I I agree that like Chase sequence and like stretching that out and like him explaining to her and like them confronting each other, like didn't really need all of that it was a was a little bit
2: distracting
0: yeah yeah i mean i mean did you guys have any other issues with it was that the only thing that stuck out
2: for you that for me was the only thing that stuck out for me and also i kind of felt that this movie still had a little bit of growing pains from the last one where um truthfully i feel with the with the last film they were kind of nervous about leaning into the cgi characters for too long and this one felt like it took a huge step forward where it's like you know what the heartbeat the centerpiece of the entire movie is really between sonic and tails more than anything so i feel that knowing what they did with this film they're gonna lean into the cg characters a little more and and now it's proven that they can actually carry forth the movie so mm-hmm. i think we're gonna get a little less of those human moments in the uh in Potentially the third film, but I still I still do hope we still get more of um, Tom and more of his wife as well yeah. too.
0: Yeah, I actually was missing them yeah. in this movie. I really miss Tom I, I really yeah. like James Marsden as that character So I was like a little bit bummed that he wasn't in the movie as much But I like that he came back for the finale where he's like willing to die with Sonic He's like look everyone I care about like right here like, you know, I'm not gonna leave you alone I was like, oh Jesus like it's like such a nice warm-hearted relationship yeah, that was and like nice. Yeah, like, in the first Ugh. movie, I didn't necessarily see, like, the father relationship, but in this movie, they really, like, sold it to me, where I was like, oh, yeah, absolutely, he's kind of like this makeshift dad, and then, you know, basically at the end where Sonic, you know, essentially accepts him as a dad, and, you know, he totally, you know, Tom is just over the moon about and loves it, and really just wanted Sonic to make friends, and, like, you know, he had his wingman. I don't know, it's cheesy stuff, but it's great stuff. I don't know. I, for mm-hmm. me, I was yeah. like, I love this stuff. I, I'm into it.
1: And I think that might have been one of the things I was a little bit... It just felt like they were trying to stretch... uh, Or, like, the relationship Sonic was building were stretched a little bit thin in terms of, like, um, with James Marsden and then Tails, and then he also had this thing going on with Knuckles, so, like, that kind of thing. Um, I felt like they just weren't quite delving into just one of them, which, again, I mean, it it ultimately worked out. But I felt like they were trying to find their footing a little bit in terms of like which relationship we're gonna actually like delve into. Um, mm. I think for me also, there was a lot of pop culture references, which I typically don't <laughs> like in a there movie. There was one though that was but really funny one, though. there's one, there is <laughs> yes one no. that I re- thoroughly enjoyed. Was well, it the see, Ghostbusters the
2: one? Oh no, no it wasn't oh, that I one. like wait, the, Go- wait, wait. Uh, the
1: Ghostbusters one was mine. I love that one.
2: Oh. Oh the Ghostbusters one Which one was yours Tom? My, mine was the one where
0: uh, I forget what Like went into it But Then <laughs> Sonic goes Oh it's like like The Rock and Vin Diesel And I was, and then literally Some person in my theater oh, yeah. Like erupted And I was like Honestly that was A really unexpected oh, And like That was a good one too No like was was somewhere the, too. the whole theater Was like dead quiet And then he said that line And I just heard Some like adult man go Ha ha <laughs> and, and I was like That's everything I was like It was worth it Just for that
2: <laughs> my, my, fa- my favorite have all the references and you can hear it in the audience uh anybody who knows how much i love parks and rec um th- there's, oh, a yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. there's a moment where there's a moment where all of a sudden he just goes yeah yes. he pulls out the yeah. john ralphio and oh, like was it was so, so hilarious because because everybody in our audience you could hear it like scattered like laughing where it's like oh all these are parks and Rec fans they all know yeah. exactly what's up yeah, yeah <laughs> i, I love forgot that. about that I one loved it. that one I was really that. good that was such a
0: treat oh, that was like yes. one of those like that was totally like shoehorned in for parks and rec fans but i was totally about it i was like yes <laughs> you. Uh, if you but know I you think, know I yeah, I mean, yeah. it's clearly clearly a glowing recommendation from all three of us. And I guess to close out the the Sonic segment, if there is a third film, which is pretty likely at this point, what would you want to see in a third Sonic movie?
2: I mean, oh my God, from what, from what we're already getting a hint at at the end of this movie, I just want to see Shadow just be a badass. And I want to see that entire backstory and that relationship build up where, I mean, for anybody that doesn't know, Shadow is actually... The character that Robotnik's here's the thing, (laughs) Shadow is actually the character that Robotnik's grandfather actually finds and has been doing experimentations on, and that's the reason why when uh, when when Robotnik sees Sonic in the first film, he sort of has like this like like surprise look, but then also he's like very just like oh oh. You look kind of familiar. Okay, well, you look like that thing my grandfather has been experimenting on. So mm. I want to see more of that backstory delved into in the sequel, and I sort of want to see a little more of that of that um, that Sonic Adventure Two aspect of uh, of Shadow the Hedgehog come into play. Uh, no, it's again being incredibly of a geeky dork right here. It's just all going down a path, and I just want to see more of Sonic, Knuckles, and Tails all together and you know again we have team sonic form at the end of this so Mm -hmm. you know i just want to see them cause cause a massive havoc and chaos in the in the sequel and also i want to see more fun action scenes like we did in the beginning of this film where it's like you know there's the botched robbery and instead of like you know sonic like stopping the car he actually just takes a freaking drill a freaking power (laughs) drill and uncouples all the bolts of the car to the point where there's nothing and i was like all right i like that that's fun yeah just stuff like that i think i would love to see in the sequel more Okay. So yeah, there we yeah. go.
1: Yeah. Kind of bouncing off of what you said, Andres, in terms of like the their team dynamic, I definitely want to see more mm-hmm. of that. It very much felt like um, you know, the Spider Man movie we just got where they're all teaming up and I really like that dynamic. What's that so, called
0: again? I hear it's a very good independent uh, film. Oh no. I know. Yeah. <laughs> but it didn't make <laughs> much money, but we no, really didn't get much spotlight, no. you know. Yeah. the uh, name. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Home, Morbius. Home something. I think it was like Spider-Man Homeward Bound. That's what, I, that's what I heard the working title was.
1: Okay, Spider-Man well, now Man, No you More Homies. say that because now I want a Spider-Man Homeward Bound with dogs. Wish <laughs> so fulfillment. now that's in Wish my fulfillment. head. <laughs> exactly.
2: That's, that's probably what the next one's called because they need to get Spider-Man back into the MCU after the mess that happened that's true. with Morbius. I, no, I want Spider-Man I Home for Christmas. Yet. That's what I want that's what i want don't just don't
1: <laughs> home for christmas is what you said
0: yeah i want a home for christmas, christmas
1: special yeah we have a christmas do it up for him. Yeah. but um but yeah i want to see that team and then also um of course uh shadow so
0: there you go yeah i mean oh,
1: shadow sorry. is a name of the dog in homeward bound full circle
0: look at that full thing. circle
2: there we go, we go. okay real real quick before we keep going on who would be your picks to play uh, Shadow, to voice Shadow?
0: Okay, now look, I, before I answer, cause I don't, I barely played the Sonic games growing up. So like I played mm-hmm. them a little bit, but I have no idea who Shadow is. What kind of character is Shadow before I cast Shadow?
1: Yeah, give us a little quick uh, yeah. like personality
2: quick personality is that he is an anti-hero in the very beginning, but he becomes the hero at the very end. So he's sort of like an amalgam of Sonic and Knuckles to a certain extent, except he's darker and he's got the, he's got the gun. He's made more as an, he's, the experimentation that happened on him was done to save the life of a little girl that he really loved as well too, when he arrived on this planet. So He so there's a little bit of the darkness mixed in with the heart. That's what I would say is shadow.
0: Does he have like a sense of humor? Like, is he more of like a deadpan
2: kind of knuckles type, where he's very like he he's he's of the two. He's a good mix of the two. I would say like he does have his knuckles moments, but he also does have his Sonic moments. But sort of taken like 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 sort of if you took Sonic and you made him with the same sense of humor, but just with a very more. Um, a very more uh deeper, <laughs> a, l- a little bit more of a um, a little bit more of a like same sense of humor, just a little more of the sarcastic wit, if that makes any sense. Okay. And in the oh, games, no. did, did he have like
0: a deeper voice or like a higher pitch voice, like Ben Schwartz?
2: Uh, it it, it went back. It went back and forth quite a bit. Okay. okay. We're
1: gonna get Chris Pratt for this, aren't we? Oh, no!
2: Son don't of do it. A bitch. No, no. They're, no. Gonna, oh, do no. they're no. gonna do no. it. They're gonna do it. No.
1: I don't want please, it, but they're gonna do please. it.
2: They, they they, they're them. gonna do it if we can't come up with a better name, and I already have a better name than Chris Pratt. Hmm. Let's Just see. No, that would actually not be bad. I like that. Mm. You know what? You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you exactly Say who yours, I'm thinking yes. of right now. Say yeah. Yours. What do you got? Keanu Reeves as Shadow.
1: Maybe, maybe.
2: Ha- haven't seen, haven't seen the John Wick films. He he does have that perfect balance where he's like he's the badass, but he's also got the little the little human heart moments. Yeah. If he's
1: supposed to be suave, then maybe. Because yeah, also, he in can be. always always be my maybe. He's actually really <laughs> freaking hilarious in that. Yes. So right. that's I could see it like that kind of thing.
2: Man. I missed your soul. <laughs> I feel like oh, I would love weird. to
0: see Jason Momoa.
2: Oh, I okay. could see that. Yeah,
0: because yeah. I feel like he kind of has that like almost Keanu like lighthearted, warm vibe, but he can also be like dark and sinister if he needs to be. And I feel like that'd be. Do- I would totally see Jason Momoa, hundred
2: percent. Oh yeah. Oh, uh,
1: do you think they would go like The Rock? I could see them do no. that too. I could see them doing
2: that. I heard. I, I heard that The Rock was their first choice for for Knuckles, but. Um, but you know, for some reason, uh, he just ended up passing on it, but I think Idris Alba, (laughs) (laughs) there you go. (laughs) But, but I would say Mm -hmm. Idris Alba does fit, uh, knuckles a little more better, I would say.
0: Okay. I mean, I think these are some, I'm curious to see who they get to voice them anyway. I mean, I'm sure it's going to be great i mean i think they've done a great job voicing all the characters so far and casting everyone so i'm you know i'm definitely optimistic to see who they choose and very excited to see who they choose but yeah all all around every one of us really enjoyed this sequel and if you're looking for a good family oriented time at the movies you know it's great for adults and kids and if you're a fan of sonic definitely check it out it's definitely worth your time um and yeah give it a shot and let us know what you thought of it In the comments, Mm -hmm. we always like to read your comments, and if, you know, you did see Sonic 2, put it in the description what you thought of the movie. We want to know what you thought. And to wrap up today's show, it was recently announced that Bruce Willis, unfortunately, will be retiring from acting because he was recently diagnosed with aphasia, and he wants uh, to spend some more time with his family, which is absolutely, you know— you know warranted and completely justified um so we wanted to do a special segment here where we pick our favorite bruce willis movie uh and talk about maybe just why we love him as an actor you know while talking about our favorite movie of his so nancy what's your favorite bruce willis movie and why do you love bruce willis as an actor
1: um so well first off um because i've seen definitely a lot of confusion in terms of what aphasia is um and Mm -hmm. i i don't know personally a lot about it i know very minimal from just having like a psych degree and very little amount what i know but just so if anyone is confused out there look at that flex
2: nancy look at that flex right there educated and shit um educated (laughs) and i got that right there yeah (laughs)
1: Thank you thank you um but that's why that's why affects, she had to hold
0: her head back before because she has so much knowledge i
1: have to <laughs> hold my big brain you know make sure it stays okay so
0: overwhelmed with knowledge that is very top heavy <laughs> exactly
1: exactly um but aphasia specifically affects language it could be output and input or both so uh output being uh, while you're speaking, sometimes it doesn't make sense or you're trying co- to convey a certain message where it kind of comes out jumbled. Um, also input, so not under quite understanding what people are saying, um, which obviously for an actor, that's going to greatly affect you. So if you're trying to run lines that you've tried to remember, it can come out jumbled. Um, and obviously I don't know specifically what Bruce Willis was struggling with um but you know there's a lot of misinformation out there so just so everyone knows aphasia specifically affects language either input output or both um mm. and uh, in terms of Bruce Willis, obviously, Die Hard is always going to be a good movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just I, I, I just, I just feel of- that
2: this list. I mean, would this list just be like every movie except Die Hard? <laughs> be like that? Right? That's exactly. Much like
1: we can't. We gotta like put Die Hard aside because that's like a
2: given. My pick isn't Die um, Hard, so I didn't. I didn't go, have well, trouble
1: with that. my pick it. Is,
2: Look, Okay, I, my I mean, my pick, pick was. It was Die Hard, but I would choose whatever came in second place. There you go.
1: All right. Um, I I was trying to think of a very unique um, movie that, you know, because due to his aphasia, that um, it's something that was very dialogue heavy, um, just to show that he is such a great actor. Um, So my two picks were off the top of my head, um, Armageddon and The Sixth Sense. Uh, I went with Armageddon just because I feel like it has such a good range for him. In terms of that emotion, you have the like kind of action. You have the emotional part of it. You have like comedy in it as well. Um, I Armageddon is a movie I can throw on at any point in time and watch it beginning to end and enjoy it just as much as I did the first time I watched it.
0: I recently watched that for the first time.
1: (gasps) Oh, really? Yeah. Oh.
0: Yeah. I had always seen like like little bits and pieces. I enjoyed it surprisingly. I thought I was gonna fucking hate it. If I'm being honest, I thought I was because it just sounded so, so dumb. Just the idea of like oil drillers being chosen to go to an <laughs> asteroid and blow it that's up. Fair, I, that's I, fair. I couldn't wrap no. my head around the concept. I was like, I was like, all right, Michael Bay, justify the plot of this movie to me. And because yes. I was recently before seeing Ambulance, I was like watching some you know uh, Michael Bay movies, ones that. You know i hadn't either a seen or you know b you know, wanted to rewatch a little bit and you know and i you know i hadn't seen the rock either so i watched that for the first time um loved both of them honestly um
2: what was that face <laughs> I, no, no, no. I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just like, oh, you didn't see The Rock either. That's, yeah. that's a great double feature. I'm just like, no, ooh, it, yeah. for, no, for yeah, someone who has ra- never seen yeah. that, I like, I wish I could rewatch those movies again. Was, that's it, what it, that it was, face it,
0: was. No, it was a great double feature. Not only because the two complement each other so well, but it was like yeah. a great like way of seeing how Bay evolved from The Rock to Armageddon. Since there was only like a year gap in between those movies, so. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, the fact that he was able to make that movie as entertaining as it was, given the plot, was really commendable. And even for a movie that was, you know, released in, what was it, 97? Or 98? Mm-hmm. It was what, 97? Um, no, no, no it uh, still n- holds... Uh,
2: 90, 98.
0: 98. Um, the special effects still hold up really well. It's a really well made movie. It wasn't as Michael Bay y as his later movies, where like you know, there's lens flares everywhere and there's you know, you know, low angle shots and strippers and all that stuff. Like it, it just felt <laughs> a little bit more. It felt a little bit more restrained.
1: There are strippers in Armageddon. Don't there don't are forget.
0: briefly, yeah. briefly yeah. there's but just strippers. Briefly.
1: Yeah, he but not weird. as like, not, back
0: Yeah, not as much indulgence as in like Bad Boys. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, re- I just yeah I really enjoyed it. Not to cut you off, Nancy, but I was like, you know what? They probably don't know. I just watched this for the first time. So yeah, I enjoyed. No, it. I, I love hearing that. I
1: have yeah. to hear how you thought of the last scene though, where he like rips the patch off and like oh, I that sticks was it on him. Like, that,
0: I thought that uh, was great. I love that whole. That- and that last exchange between him and Ben Affleck, it actually really worked for me. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to feel the emotion of this. I don't know, but I was like, no. By the time it got to that scene, I did, and I actually liked Ben Affleck in the movie. That was back in his like young cocky days, but uh, yeah. I enjoyed him in the movie too. Yeah.
2: If it, uh, speaking about Armageddon, anybody, if anybody is a really big fan of Armageddon, I highly, highly suggest this is this is one of those things where it is kind of a weird, kind of a weird thing to try to find try to find the original Criterion edition of Armageddon because that commentary is... the commentary
0: track. Oh, my God.
2: It's legendary. It's legendary because it's one of those that the entire cast and crew, they are like 100% just very... Honest about the movie that they made and even Ben Affleck has some great stories about even when yeah. you're even the questions that you're asking where it's like, Wait, uh so um if we're oil drillers, wouldn't it make sense to train astronauts how to how to drill instead of doing it the other way? And then all of a sudden Michael Bay just goes, Shut up, Ben <laughs> <laughs> shut up Ed. just do your job speaking
0: speaking of a 4k we need like what like why do we have a 4k of that or the rock like where are the bay 4ks
1: I, I love movies like that where it's just like you know what this is so ridiculous we all know this is ridiculous and somehow we still make it work like it was such a good movie and that has a lot of emotional moments that you don't think you would be that invested in when you're talking about like you know oil drillers going to yeah. space. It was a shockingly um, fun movie, which, like shockingly when fun. We, yeah. Which I'm sure when me and I, I don't know about you, Andres, I saw it when it, around the time it came out. So, you know, so being younger, I'm sure the plot was an easier sell for me at that age than being a full grown yeah. adult and like oil drillers going to space. But yeah, I'm, I wouldn't pick that in terms of one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies. I just think it's so fun and he's fantastic in it. And I, yeah. you know, I think just uh it's it's sad that he has to walk away from acting, but I think it's very honorable that he is so honest and you know uh, forthcoming about his condition and realizing that hey, I need to you know be with my family at this time, and this is something i can't can no longer do um Mm-hmm. And, you know, just doing what he has to do. And so I think it's great that we're appreciating him. And I, I really love Armageddon.
0: It's a great yeah. one. That's a good choice. Definitely after watching it now, Mike, great I get points. it. I get the Armageddon hype. You know, it's it's a, it's a fun time. But uh, how about you, Andres? What's your pick?
2: Oh, man. Well, I will say it is, I mean, probably right off the top, it's pro- it's diehard. John McClayton is is. An incredible character all the way through redefined what action heroes are in terms of the fact that you can actually wound them in many other respects and they're not just overly buff superheroes like he was someone i related to a little more having said that i would say i have i have to i have two picks actually one is very much in the action movie realm and that is Luke Besson's The Fifth Element, and I just love his performance as Corbin Dallas, just the crazy hair and the crazy aesthetic of the movie, and just knowing that this guy is completely out of his element, and he's a cab driver who just happens to have the world's most supreme being fall on into his cab, and he's shoehorned into this adventure, and it's just... It's, it's some of my favorite dialogue in any Bruce Willis movie. You know, big bada-boom. I mean, just all that all that stuff is really great. And, uh, like, honestly, I, I just have an immense love in my heart for The Fifth Element, just for the character of Corbin Dallas. I just thought it was just one of the most badass characters and also one of the most slightly, like, s- at the same time simultaneously badass, but also simultaneously just very piti- pitiable action heroes where you're just like man you are really down Mm -hmm. the dumps like like in the movie he in the movie no like one of my favorite scenes is when um is when he's talking to the guy serving him lunch on his window and he's like yeah i've had a lot of good news today and then all of a sudden he gets a letter from his job and then like even the chef is like you know what i bet you it's gonna be good news i bet you it's gonna be good news i'll bet you lunch and he's like all right let's see and then he opens up the letter he's like you are fired he's like well at least I one lunch <laughs> like it's just pure <laughs> abuse well right there yeah love it and in so many smaller moments here and there like with the mangalores where like we're like the, the the shotgun blast to the head is classic where he's like please send someone to negotiate and he goes uh let me go i'll go negotiate walks out Puts a bullet right into his head and goes, anybody else want to negotiate? And I'm like, king, king. I love this performance. But that is the action realm. But I'll make this really short for the next one. I don't think we get a lot of Bruce Willis, like, really sort of having a joyful time in his roles, type of thing. Like, he sort of plays the stern very sort of reluctant hero type of character and i will have to give a shout out to his role as mikey in lick talking because it just feels like he's having so oh much fun thank you oh my yeah. god i wanted to say <laughs> great, that one but movie, i was like oh where
1: does this you know ah oh, i love this movie. sorry not to, not to get you off no. but i love this movie so much it's a good time yeah you know
0: what? i like the movie. The first that 2 probably
1: it probably taught a lot of people about sex as well <laughs> in the yeah. in those oh, beginning yeah. sequences. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. <I'm>
1: sure it <laughs> did. So ridiculous, but oh, I love this movie so much. They're so good.
2: Yeah. It just yeah. It, look look who's talking. Sort of made me just wonder if I sound like I am right now. Who? What did I sound like when I was a kid? Like you? Like who was the who was the big actor? Like voice that I got when I was born? Like you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. I and mean, he these has are really
1: touching—he th- has really touching moments in the second one too. When um, oh yeah, there's a scene where um, he like suddenly realizes he's been a jerk to his baby sister Julie, and they play mm-hmm. um, "Jealous Guy" by John Lennon, and he's like talking about it. So that scene always makes me tear up just because it's so sweet, and I think Bruce Willis just does such a good job voice acting in those like very sweet moments, and then also portraying like you know a young child and you know this child likeness so yeah I love those movies so much
0: oh yeah. yeah I mean so great I mean Bruce Willis like I, I miss those days where you really kind of showed like a wide versatility I mean I'll, I'll pick two as well since like I feel like because there's different facets to Bruce. I think there's, like, a softer, more sentimental side to him, and then there's, like, the action, everyday, wise guy kind of guy. I feel like those are, like, his <laughs> two best qualities as an actor. So for my action entry, I'm going to also agree with Andres on this one, Fifth Element, like, 100%. Yeah! And honestly And honestly, I li- I like it more than I do Die Hard, and Die Hard is, like, one of my, like, go-to, unbelievably good action movies. But Fifth Element, I, like re rewatched that movie countless times growing up it's a movie that my dad and i bond over you know we talk about it every now and again anytime it's on we'll always like put it on and just have a great time with it you know um and he's like i'm shocked you like this movie i'm like it's it's like to me i'm shocked the movie works that's why i love it so much because on paper it sounds like a fucking nightmare like it sounds like a disaster on paper like a scene where this you know blue alien creature is (laughs) singing opera should not work yet every time i watch the movie i get like chills especially the way it's like shot and edited and like the context in which that scene happens, it's like, it gave gives me I'm literally, wow, I literally just got chills look at that, I literally just got chills just fucking talking about it, it's such there, a great there are
2: far, yeah, there are far few characters that come off as badass in a, in a fight sequence like Leeloo does in that particular scene and also yeah. synced up with like you're saying, synced up with the opera as well too, that should not work and it, it works
0: Beautifully. that, That whole movie should not work, but it works amazing. And I just, it showed Bruce Willis's star power. Like, he's funny. He's great in the action scenes. He's got that gravitas that you need. I loved his relationship with Lilu. Um, the whole movie is just so amazingly watchable and re-watchable. And it's, in my opinion, one of my favorite sci-fi films. And what, what I think is one of the best sci-fi films, just full stop. I just think it was one of the best movies of the 90s. I felt like it never really got the credit it deserved. Now it's starting to get like that cult following and a lot more oh, love, yeah. thank God. Um, but uh, in terms of like a Bruce Willis movie, that's the one I think about. I smile. It just it reminds me why I love Bruce Willis as an actor 100% love that one and then coming up with a second choice it's tough because I like seeing that sentimental side to him because he absolutely can deliver that Um, so it's 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 a tie it's a tough one it's a tough call Um, I really loved his performance surprisingly uh, in Sin City I think that I never knew Ooh. that I never knew that he would be such a great like noir lead until yeah. I saw that movie. And I love the look of his character. I love the narration provided by Willis. He I never knew that he was like born to be in a film noir kind of story. And I oh, yeah. loved him in that movie. And he brings this like heartfelt quality to that character that you know detective character that I really enjoyed. Uh, and it makes it one of the most rewatchable like film noirs for me. And then I would say also kind of tying for that second choice is unbreakable, which I think he does an amazing job in because it's such a grounded superhero story and you really feel for this everyday guy as he's slowly beginning to realize okay I think I do have like these superhuman abilities and I also have this tragic flaw too that's really scary and it's really terrifying Um, and the way that he's able to tap into that sentimentality especially with his relationship with his son really showed that softer side you know to Bruce Willis and you know the same could be said about his performance in The Sixth Sense with his relationship with Haley Joel Osment's character but he's really great at working with like children, and he's really great at showing that softer, more vulnerable side. So, seeing those two sides of him, I feel like those are, in my opinion, his three best performances. And I'll even throw Looper in there for good measure because I thought that was like his yeah. best performance in years at that point because it felt like he was asleep at the wheel for a while. And then Looper came out. I was like, all right, Bruce Willis can act. He's great. Um, and yeah. it kind of reminded me how good he is. But I'm really sad to see him go. I mean, it's understandable, obviously. But for me, the one thing, the one thing I would have loved before he retired was a good die hard movie <laughs> just a good one you know <sighs> to make up for the shitty a good day to die hard just like a good john McClane film but alas this is where we are but i don't know that's that's just where i fall i don't know if you guys feel so early
2: <laughs> no i'm i'm right there with you i would love one more one more redemption die hard movie but you know what let's there will always be the first 3 films for me for die hard i actually enjoy yeah. the fourth one I enjoy I, the fourth I, movie. I, I, I do. I do enjoy the fourth one, but for me, the first three sort of feel like a complete trilogy. If that makes yeah. sense.
0: Yeah. Because I, would I feel.
2: Because yeah. I feel that by the time I got to, Die Hard, f- Live Free or Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> I think no, his no, no, brain
1: no. broke for a second. it's like. Mm.
2: No, it, 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 it it literally broke. Part. It literally broke for a second he because froze, here's the thing.
0: And then he did this like downturn, like he was like pulling down his glasses, like live
2: free or die hard. Is <laughs> <laughs> it like, live free or die hard? No, no, yeah. because here's the thing: is I saw I saw the fourth die hard movie. I saw it in Columbia, and it was called Die Hard 4.0. And yeah, then I'm and like, it, what, yeah. what's? And I was like, what's Columbia's the title is of this messing You
1: here? up with these titles, man? Yeah, dude.
2: Zombie Land Two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, Oh man. But, I mean, I'm trying to think, like... So, to like to like a little close out question with Bruce Willis you know I just kind of answered and saying like oh you know what's one more movie you'd want Bruce Willis to make before you know he retired if you were able to have that come to fruition so for me it would be a good Die Hard movie because I would love to see John McClane given like a great send off movie where it felt like good especially to make up for the last movie but do you guys have like a pick for you it doesn't have to be Die Hard it could just be a kind of movie maybe you want him to make again like anything come to mind
1: I think, honestly, I, I really like the, because obviously action, Bruce Willis is what we typically go right. to, but I really do like those movies where it's like, look who's talking, or um, what was the one where it was like the younger version of himself? Um yeah Looper. Kid. Yeah
0: Looper. Yeah Looper. No.
1: Oh no oh, no no no
0: no no. Disney's oh, the kid. One. Yeah, the kid, the kid, <laughs> the kid. It's didn't realize he made more <laughs> like, than one yeah, of those
1: Looper. movies. Duh. <laughs> yeah. I read the fun one. The like, you know, comical what do you mean, the one. The
2: Looper's uh, fun kind of.
1: No, I <laughs> not, <laughs> not, just not just that just way. the one where
2: his younger just the one where his older self is not trying to kill his younger self type of thing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly.
1: But I would like to see something like that as well. Um also shout out uh being the bunny in north i will always remember that movie <laughs> i love that movie so much wait and wasn't he I the just,
0: voice the lead voice in over the hedge am i going crazy
2: he was one yeah. of them, I think, yeah.
0: I think, I think he was, like, the main voice, and I was like, this movie was shockingly decent. <laughs>
1: yeah. I like yeah, to over say shockingly hedge. decent. Yeah, because I went <laughs> in with good,
0: such low expectations. I was like, this is That's totally fair. a foreign thing.
2: And he was also the voice of Spike in Rugrats Go Wild. And I'm just yes. like, oh, my God. Wow. Yes. Wow. yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. Uh, yeah. No,
1: so, you're right. So he's RJ in Over the Hedge the okay okay cool
0: there we go boom look at that childhood Ste- session brought in. to
2: you by film on tap
0: yeah there you go just look crank this out at parties people no one's gonna give a shit but you will so <laughs> 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 that's, that's all that matters <laughs> so so you want him to do something a little bit more like fun like a look who's talking or something a little less like serious
1: yeah huh?
2: absolutely okay how about you andres Oh man! See, if you'd asked me this question five years ago, it would have been, "I want to see a sequel to un- to to un- Unbreakable." I want to see a sequel to that, and we got it. And not only did we get a sequel to that, but we also got a really great follow up to it with Glass. So, I mean, if I oh, was, if I, was oh, just I saying, thought you
0: were setting me up for like, "Oh, you hated it," because I actually enjoyed both of no,
2: them. No, no, yeah. I, I really, I really loved I them. them. I really, lo- yeah. yeah, I yeah. thought they
0: were both really solid. Okay, cool. Cool, cool. I, I know, I know, but but my <laughs>
2: default, but my default answer for Bruce Willis, like, what do you want to see Bruce Willis do? Because he's he's a staple of the action genre and all this other stuff. So it's like, you know, you ask what what would you like Arnold Schwarzenegger to do? I want to see Arnold do one more sci-fi action movie, or like, you know, what do you want to see Van Damme do? I want to see him do another cheesy martial arts movie type of thing. I want to see that, but with Bruce Willis, it was always just. I want to see the sequel to Unbreakable, and we got it. And right now, I'm just kind of like, I I have everything I ever wanted from him. I just want him to live (laughs) a happy life. (laughs) Just want him to be happy, all right. I just want him to be happy. But 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 if but if I was to be like, I just want to be happy. But if I was, if I could choose any movie, like another follow up to something, I mean, like again, I I would love to see him do something along the lines of Look Who's Talking as well. So. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to piggyback off of Nancy's answer. <laughs> all right. I think these are
0: all solid choices. I think we can all agree Bruce Willis is a one-of-a-kind kind of actor, and we're sad to see him go. But we wish mm. him nothing but health and happiness and some nice quality time with the family, but he will be missed. Um, that, and that about wraps up today's show. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. I hope that you enjoyed listening to it or watching it, whichever you decided to do. And of course, before we go, we always like to shout out our little social media content. This way you guys can follow us on the social media in between episodes. So Nancy, where can the fine people find you on social media?
1: Uh, you can find me at PL underscore band on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Yes. Um, sorry, the shot is kicking in. <laughs> full, like, very hard right now. now. I see. Um, And then you can also find me on the Video Chronic Quizzes. And then also I did recently um, a commentary, I guess you could say, for movie battles over with um, the flying cow, as he is known in FCL, Clay, as he is known outside of the FCL. Um, So I'll I'll be putting a link to that on Twitter soon when that comes out.
0: Awesome awesome Andres hit the people with your 1,000 social media entries)
2: <laughs> <There> <laughs> <is>. <laughs> That's another Carrie reference for you guys. Full Jim Carrey. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as Galagos. You can also find me on twitch.tv as Galagos209. You can also find me on me and my buddy's uh, YouTube channel, High Voltage Media, where we just put out our video retrospective of Star Wars Episode 3, just in time for Kenobi and just in time for May the 4th. It is up on High Voltage Media on YouTube and... Very soon, uh, we will be dropping another video, which is our retrospective of 2007's American Gangster, starring the one and only Denzel Washington. So okay. we got that in the pipeline. Okay. So, yeah, go check that out. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. 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 All right. <laughs> That's where you can find me, guys.
1: So I'm awesome. like, full buck on that. Just like, oh, yes, we're doing yeah. Denzel. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah.
0: let 100%, 100% love it. Uh, and then if you guys want to follow me, uh, even after that horrible Denzel impression, you can find me on Twitter at Tom Shadow You can find me <laughs> uh, on Instagram at Tom Shadowbash, And you can find me on Facebook at Shadow Bash Reviews. And if you want to watch my reviews on YouTube, you can, of course, find me at uh Chattel Bash Reviews on YouTube. So once again, thank you for tuning in to yet another episode of Film On tap we hope you enjoyed it and we hope that you come back for our next episode because we're film on tap and we've got the tap that never runs out and until the next episode guys you keep watching movies and we will see you then have a great one all right bye